HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by the Dairy Farm Families of Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board. Did you know that today Wisconsin produces more than 600 varieties, types, and styles of American, international style, and original cheese that win more awards than any other state or country? To learn more, visit eatwisconsincheese.com. Thank you for listening to Heritage Radio Network. We are a member-supported, nonprofit food radio station. That means that every single thing we do, from broadcasting 35 weekly shows for free to bringing you exclusive content from sold-out food events across the country to offering scholarships to high school students, is only possible thanks to the support of our loyal members. And we want you to join the club. Become a member during our 2017 Summer Drive to get access to sweet swag and pledge your support to the world's only food radio station. Visit heritageradionetwork.org slash donate to become a member now. This is Diane Stemple on Cutting the Curd in reporting from the ACS convention in Denver, Colorado. I am sitting with Christina Fleming, who has been in the cheese world and now works at a dispensary. Cannabis boutique. Cannabis boutique, excuse me. <laughs> and um, I'm interviewing her on the differences and uh, similarities between selling cheese and selling cannabis. Uh, first, Christina, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I want to know for our listeners, um, can you tell us your cheese history, your cheese uh employment history? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I started off in Louisville, Kentucky, Louisville, for those of you that don't know Louisville. And uh, I started off at Whole Foods there. I was there for about seven and a half years as their cheese buyer. I was able to do an internship with Judy Schott at Capriole, since uh, southern Indiana is so close to northern Kentucky. 
and uh, had a great time between those two. Met uh, Everett Presley, as some of you might know. Uh, just actually coming to the ACS year after year, he invited me out to New Jersey to work for him at Wine Library. We were uh, a partners in crime for a few years there. Sticker <laughs> stayed around. We're kind of partners in crime all of the time, um, but stayed around there for a few years with him. Took over once he moved on to Forever Cheese. And then, yeah, jumped ship on that, too, and ended up at Murray's in New York City. Uh, was there for a great almost three years, and here I am in Denver, Colorado. I'm now a cannabis advisor. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So I want to know for our um, our many listeners in non-pot states or non-recreational states. I'm sorry. How <laughs> does the store work That where you work? How, you know... How do the laws still affect the usage? How does the store work? Do you have mostly tourists? Can you give us a little yeah, blurb absolutely, about the store? absolutely. So, I've only been in the cannabis industry for about four months now, but it came to me really, really easily um, <laughs> between having enjoyed uh, cannabis for the past almost twenty years and then having worked in cheese shops for thirteen years. Uh, I was just a natural fit. So um, yeah, no, it's it. It's really interesting. I'm learning the laws and compliancy as we speak, so it's still kind of a gray area for me. It seems like a gray area for most. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of compliancy classes and really just on-the-job training, which the whole on-the-job training, I mean, that's that's the cheese counter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, luckily we have a system that is meant just for marijuana and cannabis industries, and uh, it tells me the legal limits. I can't oversell. But just kind of in a nutshell, uh, I guess the funnest fact is uh, both residents of Colorado and visitors can get an ounce per day. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the biggest laws. And if you get caught smoking it. An ounce per day is how many joints? Oh, goodness. Uh, Well, it depends on uh, if you like small pinners or if you like cones or blunts. Um, But when it comes down to it, it is 28 grams. And an eighth, which is probably what most of us are used to buying, is uh, about three and a half grams. Okay. 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 So um, tell us how what surprised me in doing research for this interview. I did go to a few uh, marijuana stores and it's like a fancy drug store. Oh, absolutely. You first of all you have to wait online, you have to show your ID. It's very serious feeling. And there's a waiting room and then you go in to the dispensary and you are waited on by your own person who seems to not be rushing and to be answering all your various questions. Is that how they all work? Is that how yours works? That's definitely how ours works. Uh, You know, as someone who has been purchasing since a little before I moved out here, when we would visit, and then Mm -hmm. pretty much the entire time I've been here. um, To be honest, I was traveling so much that my fiancé would go and buy it, so he probably has more experience in different dispensaries. Mm -hmm. But from my understanding... Uh, not all dispensaries are the same. Um, There's a lot of corporate. There's a lot of people that kind of treat you like cattle, get in, get out. We want your money. We know you're tourists. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then there's places like Lucy Sky where I work. Uh, We really take... We take our job seriously. We we help the customers one-on-one. If you need six minutes with us, that's great. If you need 66 minutes with us, that's Mm -hmm. great. It's always Mm -hmm. our pleasure. Um, 
so yeah, no, at least in my experience, or at least what I like to emulate, uh, it really is customer focused. Are there still purely medicinal users? And are there was was Colorado a medicinal state before it was a recreational state? I believe it was medicinal. That was when I was still out in New Jersey, and Colorado was just kind of a... I never really realized I was going to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, but since I've been here, it is both. And our mm-hmm. stores do, uh, they do cater to both. And mm-hmm. while I don't have my med card to be able to buy as a medical patient, I do work on the med side from time to time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, I really do think that the majority of the med purchasers, the customers are really indeed patients. We view mm-hmm. them that way. Mm-hmm. I know firsthand I've, I've seen many, uh, many of our patients come in and firsthand talk about, you know, someone with Parkinson's, how they can walk, they can talk, right. they can right. enjoy life, which mm-hmm. they weren't able to do prior to this. Uh, a lot of people are just trying to skip o- opioids in general. Mm-hmm. They don't want to risk any sort of, uh, Dependency. Addiction, dependency. Right. Uh, some of them are just like, screw the man. I don't right. want to give them our money. Right. Uh, and it's really, you know, even last week I had a uh, retired veteran come in. She had tried everything to fix some of her pain issues and it wasn't working. So she's kind of at her last straw and has pushed the rhetoric away. And now she's trying CBD oil. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that's helping her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I would imagine once recreational is legal in a state, then you have less medicinal fakers. Correct. You know, yeah. people don't need to go say, I have a headache to their doctor and get a <laughs> right. pop prescription. Do you have an ounce to help my headache? Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but uh, what types of things do you feel people show up at the clinic or at, at the store for medically? Um, you know, so the cool kids in Colorado, we call it flower. Um, uh-huh. If you'd look at our purple haze, you would definitely say, hey, that looks like a flower. Mm-hmm. Um, it's beautiful. Uh, and purple. And very purple, yes. <laughs> Lots of compliments on it here this past <laughs> week with you ACS peeps. Um, you know, I do tend to see a lot of people buy the edibles to really manage throughout their entire day. I have one gentleman who has pointed out that he tries the granola in the morning, then he moves on to the nutty bites, then the granola bars in the evening, and then at night he's enjoying uh, something else, right? Uh Um, So patients are really able to manage themselves. I know people with a lot of chronic pain, Mm -hmm. they really seem to enjoy the concentrate. So as some of the other cool kids say when they're dabbing, uh, that's just hash essentially <laughs> different different forms of it a little bit ah, more pure okay um but the cbd uh now cbd is amazing. the non-thc correct uh part of marijuana right, right. yeah no right. it's non-psychoactive it's mm-hmm. another cannabinoid within the plant there are many cannabinoids within that plant thc mm-hmm. being the one that gives us the most fun cbd mm-hmm. being the cannabinoid that really seems to be the most helpful with pain management, mm-hmm. cancer, headaches, mm-hmm. stress, anxiety, all of those things. Appetite, every... appetite increase? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah, everything that we are uh, feeling right now, it more than likely will help okay. subside okay. or aid now, with. Now, what, what surprised you the most in your transition from cheese to pot? You know, I think just I had already realized that it was a cheese counter of a different type. Um, I mean, really, I not a whole lot has 
seemed much different other than the cleanup or the setup <laughs> uh-huh. um inventory I'm, easier much right? easier. easier yeah no more no more <laughs> you no, don't have to rewrap cheeses exactly i don't have to sit <laughs> on a cardboard box and freeze my butt off for hours in a walk-in and get blue cheese in my sock um which i do miss by the way but with that being said yeah no it's a, a lot easier um and a lot more I, I, I love cheese, but I have loved cannabis for a very long time. <laughs> it has always made the cheese taste better. Um, so you're from one love to to the next. Right. Perfect. Exactly. Perfect. I mean, perfect pairing items. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Now, what skills do you feel translate best from um, cheese to marijuana? Honestly, I mean, customer service. Mm -hmm. That is number one. Uh, Discerning what the customer's needs are, making it really approachable. Uh, Every cheese counter I've ever worked at, if somebody doesn't really know the product and they are, you know, they're feeling adventurous, they still walk up to it and are afraid to ask questions. They're going to feel dumb. Uh, They're just, they're overwhelmed. They don't know where to start. And it's the exact same thing. And I've always taken pleasure in finding uh, the right product for the right customer. And so Lucy Sky has been a perfect fit for me. We are known for our customer service. We're known Mm -hmm. for, you know, asking questions, getting to the meat of what that customer needs and what Mm -hmm. they want. And not just picking it out because it sounds correct, but we try everything. Um, We're incentivized, you know, Mm -hmm. it's our pleasure. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we're able to translate that to the customer and find what's going to suit them best. And Mm -hmm. we get a lot of repeat customers because of it. Now you are more in a um, neighborhood than in the tourist district where we've been staying for ACS. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Yes. Have the, and, and your sign is not that big. Correct. We're almost like a speakeasy. Yeah. And you have to walk up the stairs to get to the place and it's just sandwiched between two restaurants. Yeah, correct. Um, so you have more of a suburban or you know, local clientele? Definitely a local clientele. Mm-hmm. Um, there are various websites such as Weed Maps that a lot of people do utilize to mm-hmm. find, you know, where the best dispensary is going to be. Mm-hmm. And we are located in a neighborhood that I think a lot of people come to for the restaurants, for the culture. Mm-hmm. And it does get some tourists. Uh, we have two locations. So the one that I work at in Wash Park is definitely a lot more locals, mm-hmm. a lot of people that are just in to eat dinner. Mm-hmm. But we get a ton of kids that are coming through for Red Rock. And when I mean kids, we're talking 21-year-old. I'm, okay. I'm just getting okay. older. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, you're on the way to Red Rock? Well, or... I think a lot of people just know about oh, okay. us. And they okay. pick up and then, you know, they're in town for Red Rock, so they're having fun. Okay. Um, but we do sen- tend to have a lot of neighborhood locals, all of the service industry. I, I love our neighborhood. We all give each other a 10% off block discount. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd say our other location, it's on the Green Mile, mm-hmm. which is South Broadway, full mm-hmm. of dispensaries. Only one really is great, which is, you know, of course, Lucy Sky, <laughs> corner of Wesley and uh, South Broadway. A plug for those Denver listeners. Yes, yes. But, you know, <laughs> Mississippi Street, Wash Park, that one's pretty great. That's oh, mine. Right. Um, but the, the South Broadway, I'd say they get a little bit more okay. of the tourist traffic. Okay. Now, how often? Now, now I'm thinking of focusing on cheese versus pot. Yes. How often do you have to buy pot for the store? Me personally? No, the, the 
the shipping. Ah, the, gotcha. Right, right. The quantities. You know, I haven't quite gotten into the buying aspect of it now. Mm-hmm. Um, our cultivation facility, it seems like, I mean, it's... It just Is seemed... it your own? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. We... Does every, do, do most dispensaries have their own cultivation facility? I, it doesn't seem like it. Okay. Um, you know, this is my only experience with one grow. Right, right. But from my understanding, it seems like a lot of dispensaries buy from someone like ourselves. They, oh, okay. It's just kind of a hush-hush on where they're getting it from. You mm-hmm. know, you just get it and take it home and enjoy it, and you pay a little bit more from getting it from them. But oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. And um, now, are there different tastes? Are there different styles? Is it like cheese? It or is. Or is it just yeah. the how you do the intake that's different? I All of the above. <laughs> okay. um, and it, it's and just... did you know it? From the start, or are you still learning? You know, I actually got to learn a lot from my fiancé. Um, oh, okay. he, he was His name is being mentioned quite a lot, but we don't know his total name. His, his name's John. <laughs> He's a Jersey boy. Okay. Ninth cousin to Bruce Springsteen. Oh, good. Yeah, good. coming to the wedding, I hope. Okay. Um, you know, it's, it's almost the exact same thing. You might have a customer who loves wash drines. The next customer, keep them away from them. And right, they're going to tell right, you how, right. how gross they are. Right. Um, you know, when it comes to cannabis, your nose knows. Uh, all what the, you like? Absolutely. Or, okay. Absolutely. Uh, so some is too smelly for some people. Absolutely. But others might like that. A lot of people can't handle the cheese strains, which I think they sound great. Now, they I, smell great. I have smelled a cheese strain from a friend of a friend, and it is intense. It's very it's intense. Too intense. But you know what the great thing is? Uh, they will smell it and kind of snarl at it. And the minute I mention making it into can of butter and using it on garlic bread, or for their Italian dinners. Then is, they like it. Oh my gosh, their oh, eyes oh, light up. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So even in that regard, mm-hmm. it's just like cheese. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now what about freshness? For you, you have, the store has lots of buds. Is that, oh, flowers? Yes, a flower. Called. Okay. You but, are a cool kid, so. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> flower. And then you've got pills, you've got vapes, you've got you know. Single origin extra virgin olive oils. Yes, yes, <laughs> right, everything. Right, right. You can cook with it. You can chew it. You can do gummy bears. So what needs to be fresh? And how frequent are the fresh supplies uh, brought in? You know, it, it really is according to when we run out, simply, oh, or okay. when things go out of date. We mm-hmm. had a, mm-hmm. some truffles go out of date uh, about a week ago, and uh-huh. we sold through them so naturally, like everyone right, else. Right. you got to mark it down and hustle them and push them out the door. We just can't mm-hmm. nip them apart and make some sort of delicious dip with them, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fortunate part is I get to buy them for a penny and take them home and eat them. Uh-huh. But it seems right, like... Right, there's no smoking or eating or anything in no, the store. Yeah, Not all Absolutely Not illegal. Allowed. No, and I don't function well right, when right, I am right. anyway. Well, so. no, no, I'm mean the customer oh yeah none of us nope nope yeah johnny johnny laws everyone is allegedly straight (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) exactly um so you know it seems like most of the edibles have about a six month to a year shelf life Mm -hmm. uh as far as the flowers concerned you know that beautiful just kind of like glistening sticky bud that all of us want that's mm-hmm. that's just not reality when it comes mm-hmm. to a dispensary it has okay. to dry out because okay. then we're thinking of uh it evaporating in the back oh, you know okay. so we're we, okay. it's so it can't be brand new 
Correct. Okay. Yeah, they essentially mm-hmm. kind of have to cure okay. it, let they it have dry. To age it themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Create. In our caves. Okay. Um, now, um, are you called? What are you called? I want to call you a pot monger. So most people in Denver are known as bud tenders. Oh, bud tenders. Bud tenders. Okay. Yes. Or sometimes I'll say a weed monger, but never okay. everyone's like, "What's a monger?" And okay. I just say, "You'll find okay. out eventually." <laughs> um, we at Lucy Sky we consider ourselves cannabis advisors. Oh, and okay. uh, you know, most people that are visiting here this week have approached me and talked about their first experience with the local dispensary. It feels corporate. It feels sterile. They feel like cattle they're in and out they're just taking their money um, most dispensaries just hand you an eighth that's pre-packed and when you leave the store you can't bring it back and so as a cannabis advisor we weigh in front of you uh, you're able to say if you don't want something if you do want something if you want to you know you see a particular bud that you think looks great and you want to smoke it mm-hmm. and that's just not typical um, we really are there to advise we are there to to listen and mm-hmm. talk and that's really one of the things that separates us from most dispensaries okay uh, now would be a good time for us to take a break but we probably won't really take a break I'm talking to Christina Fleming in Denver about uh, being a bud tender or cannabis advisor at Lucy Sky, and uh, we're discussing the differences between cheese and pot. So go ahead, HRN, give us an advertisement, and we'll be right back. Today's program is brought to you by the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board. Wisconsin produces the world's best cheese, period. Why? Lush grasslands, glacial water supply, fourth-generation cheesemakers, combining old-world tradition with the new ideas and highest standards. The very best milk. What do you think of when you think of Wisconsin cheese? For me, I think cheese curds. Delicious, fresh cheese curds. Or deep-fried cheese curds. Cheese curds literally any way, any time, any place. I think about Andy Hatch and Upland's Cheese Company, the operation behind the Pleasant Ridge Reserve cheese that's literally America's most awarded cheese. I think of the deliciously stinky Limburger and its long-storied history. I think about Raleigh's Dumbarton Blue, a perfect blend of English-style cheddar and notes of blue. I think of Emmy Roth's Grand Cru Chirchois, which was named 2016's World Champion at the World Championship Cheese Contest. Wisconsin is like the world champion of cheese, and once you start reading the list of cheeses made in Wisconsin on their website, you can see why. The Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board is a nonprofit organization funded entirely by Wisconsin's dairy farm families. Read more at eatwisconsincheese.com, and as soon as you're done listening to this podcast, eat Wisconsin cheese. It's a no-brainer. Hi, Stemple here again with Christina Fleming, and uh, I have more questions. So, sometimes a cheese store puts their old cheese in a sandwich. Do you guys have any option of what to do with your old buds? Do they get sent back and cooked? You know, we have a couple of different options. Um, Generally, if it's getting down to the last, I always call them crumblies. I'm sure that's not technical. Right. Uh, But when it gets down to the last little bits, uh, we'll sometimes put them on our discount Red Star Shelf, which is $25 an eighth, $150 ounce, a total steal. Oh, okay. Or we'll uh, basically shake them out and send them to the people that make our concentrates. Okay. Uh, The different waxes, Mm -hmm. the shatters, Mm -hmm. the, the vape pens, and... Keeps the prices low. It's quite okay. nice. Are you allowed to do anything with the buds? 
In what regard? Um, crumble them. Oh, who puts the buds into the joints? So our grow facility, uh, they there there's about twenty people that work on that, uh, mm-hmm. and that's one of the jobs that they do is they fill the pre roll cones and okay. bring them over to us. Yeah. And how many different pots will you have featured at a time in pre rolled? joints it could be anywhere uh from honestly one strain to up to six it depends on what we're a little heavy on and sometimes it just depends on the demand our neighborhood we go through them pretty quick okay now what's what are the favorite strains or is it upper, uppers, downers, or mix? You know, that's the best part. Uh, it, it's really matching what suits the needs of the customer mm-hmm. and not just, hey, this is what Christina likes. Right. Um, as an only child, I could go on that, <laughs> on about that for a very long time. But it's mostly, you know, they say they want a sativa. Great. So do you want to conquer the world? Do you want to have hazy eyes? Do you want to... You know, just relax all day and be floaty. Or do you want to feel like this was coffee? Um, it's, okay, yeah. so those are the questions you'll ask. Oh, absolutely. Okay. And, okay. of course, like any good cheesemonger, you're putting on a show. You're getting them right, to bite right, into right, you. Right, you right, laugh. Right, right, yeah, right, you play right. off each other. Okay, another question. Yeah. Is there a holiday rush? Like there is in cheese, where, where you know, all your business happens in three months of the year. Yeah, all of our business happens in two days of the year. Oh, 420? <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, no, that was one of my questions. After 13 holidays in cheese, like, what am I going to expect here? How many weeks, you right. know, like mentally prepare me? And they're like, oh, yeah, 4, 420. We're busy on that day. Um, there's a new one that I'm learning about. It's 710. That's for that's for the concentrate fans. I don't know much about it just yet. I'm okay. I'm still very new. I'm learning. July tenth. Yes, okay, correct. So it's passed. It's gone. Yeah, okay. yeah. And we celebrated mildly. I think it's a new holiday, so we'll okay. see how it is next now, year. Now the concentrate fans are whom? You know, people that have just built up uh, their tolerance okay. or really they need more. They, they need, need more. more. Yeah, and whether you, they want it for high or. Pain. Correct, or... yeah. And you know what? Let me backpedal a minute. Okay. It's also for people that really don't want to to smoke. They um, they want to use something that they can vape. Mm-hmm. It's also kind of, you know, it's methodical. I think there's some enjoyment to that. Mm-hmm. Additionally, it's really tasty. High potency. You really get a lot of the terpenes off the different strains that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Are terpenes taste or... Yeah, they're taste, or they're in, smell. Or strong strength. Yeah, no, no. Well, Both? it depends. Yeah, I was actually reading an article where they were saying potency. If you're, if that's what you're looking for, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. It really is back to that. Your nose knows. If you are really drawn to citrusy, lemony smells, the the terpene lemonine, which is found pretty much prevalent in everything, food, cheese, mm-hmm. flowers, um, mm-hmm. marijuana, uh, flower, I guess. Wait, I got to be a cool kid. Um, <laughs> if you are drawn to that smell, more than likely you're going to enjoy the euphoria of that high. You mm-hmm. just got to think of it as almost like an aromatherapy. Okay. Okay. Now, what do you, how do you handle the novice customer? I can remember at Murray's, we, when we would get a real novice, we would give them prima donna and they'd be very happy. <laughs> yes, so, yes. So the, fir- the person coming in for the first time maybe either smoked 30 years ago or never is interested. What do you, what do you 
where do you go with that? You know, it's it's once again picking up the questions, figuring out what they're comfortable, which is the most important thing first mm-hmm. and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, asking, you know, what they're looking to spend. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is actually a product called Lucid Mood. Um, mm-hmm. It is a one-to-one, which would be equal parts THC to CBD. Very, mm-hmm. very light uh, mm-hmm. as far as the... Uh, high that you get. Mm-hmm. So a gentleman who maybe smoked 10 years ago in high school, I'd probably mm-hmm. sell that to him. He okay. can take a couple nips, enjoy it. But then for nips. someone... What, what, is it, what do you mean by nips? tiny little puffs. Oh, okay, um, puffs. Just, okay. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not taste. Yes, well, and it is quite tasty. But yeah, no, just little puffs off of it. But then if you have someone who is, you know, I want to smoke, I want to smoke pot, I want to smoke... Old Weed. style. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we have different strains. There's, you know, everyone loves Blue Dream. Mm-hmm. And Blue Dream's a fantastic one for people who haven't smoked in a while. It's mm-hmm. light. It's mm-hmm. euphoric. It's mm-hmm. airy. You feel mm-hmm. like you're floating. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, Is it indica or sativa? It's a sativa-leaning hybrid. Mm-hmm. And sativa generally is going to be the more energizing or the upper, which mm-hmm. some people can react to with a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. or just kind of racy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not, that's kind of a blanket. Because sativas are all very different, um, you know. It's my job to try them. I, I am. <laughs> the the That's cannabis a very tough. Job. It's really tough. Now, are you just given the sativas to try, or also <laughs> indica? All of them. Oh, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. You know, I gotta, I gotta so pace my day. You can't try them back to back. Um, I mean, I. <laughs> Back to the only child. I do what I want. But, <laughs> um, you know, I actually pace my day. I'll start off with something like a Durban Poison or Witch's mm-hmm. Weed, mm-hmm. which, of course, are cross strains, and then right. move more into, like, Purple Haze. I've been really loving a strain called Robert Plant lately. Um, <laughs> do you start singing Led Zeppelin when you hear I'm just it? really admiring. He's got a great package. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I really I really enjoy how, how that comes out. Um, it, it, and, you know, something simple. It's Blue Dream crossed with something called Rebel God Smoke, and that Rebel God Smoke is a little bit of an indica to just plant your butt. Oh, um, and, okay. and something you'll hear mm-hmm. as, uh, you know, we all, all plant the mongers have, well, mongers, you know, we all have our cheese puns and, yes. and whatnot, but in the, in the cannabis world, indica, indica couch. Yes, so for any yes, of you yes. that are wondering okay. what you're looking for. That helped me memorize it. Yeah, 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 yeah me too. I, I couldn't keep them straight <laughs> forever. Okay, so what are the ages of most of the customers? Does it run the gamut? It does. So at our particular dispensary um, in Wash Park, we're 21 and up because we do share uh, the same room shares between med and recreational. Mm -hmm. Recreational, you have to be 21 or older. Uh, Medical, you know, once you've gotten your card, you can be 18 and older. Mm -hmm. Uh, Past that, yeah, no, it it's endless the amount of people I, I it would just I'm I'm almost stuttering just because I'm thinking of everyone I've met in the past four months I've met people from Indianapolis that live on the south side where I'm from and people uh-huh. that have went to high school with my old roommate from Missouri's uncle in 1973 <laughs> um, I do find a lot of the white collars enjoy the pharmaceutical grade cannabis pills uh-huh. um, the and white collars. <laughs> yeah yeah it's either because they they it, maybe it feels normal. I don't oh, know. Okay. Um, but it, they enjoy that. The yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just tell they them not like to crush it up. To the yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it feels very in vogue for them. Um, and then we've got, you know, I mean, I've had, and going back to the south side of Indianapolis, I've had, you know, uh, Farmer Joe show up in his suspenders, probably 74, looking for that CBD oil, maybe a, mm-hmm. a pre roll. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. so 
I'm just seeing a lot of people. Um, I, I'm really convinced this is the thing that's going to unite us. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. We need, we need oh, my that. gosh, please. The that. peace pipe please, for the entire world. Now, how long, do you know how long Colorado had medicinal stores before? And did they just skyrocket when it was recreational? You know, I really don't know. Oh, because um, you didn't, you weren't here then. Yeah, okay. no, no. I had, uh, I, I've been here for about Oh man, two a little over two years now. So that's mm-hmm. that's about the only glimpse of the okay. the weed world. Okay. Now, who do you think makes the money? The producers, the retailers. You know, like in cheese, yeah. uh, cheesemongers unfortunately yeah. do not make much money. Yeah, you know I, that's a tough one um, because I just have one vision right, right now right. of the entire right. industry. Mm-hmm. You know, across you need the to go to a, a conference. I do. I do. The American. Oh, I can't use ACS. I guess American oh. Cannabis Advisors. So ACAS. <laughs> would that work? Um, it's tough. Um, it's seen, you know, at least for us, we pay much above minimum wage, which mm-hmm. thank you to okay. Tanisha Bradley, CEO okay. of Lucy Good. Sky, Good. a wonderful human. And uh, so she does pay above um, minimum wage quite a bit. And then when you get promoted, you get quite a bit more. But it seems like an industry right now where we're just laying the foundation. And I'm not mm-hmm. sure where the money is mm-hmm. being made, if it's even right. being made yet. I'd say if anybody's really winning it's the state of colorado and the citizens of right, colorado right who um, are getting the tax money. yeah right, yeah right. and then everyone that's not going to jail <laughs> right 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 yeah that's true i mean i'm just wondering as it evolves as an industry who will make the money and and what other industry will they copy yeah and you know what will the laws be like when it's more when it's federal you so know, it's yeah no, no which will happen it will the one state effect you know that you you can't transport and that it's still federally yeah, illegal correct. has an, an, an impact. Correct. Well, and, you know, one thing that I'm really enjoying in Colorado when we're in a very devices, divisive part of uh, our history, as yes. we've never done before, but we're at the next level of. Yes. You know, one thing here in Colorado, I, I say we're a purple state. Um, it's very half and half as okay. far as the people that live here. Even between our Republican and Democratic politicians, they both agree on this. They're seeing the value in it. They're both okay. protecting it. So it's it's a it's okay in a red state to sell pot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> red states love money, <laughs> um, and it's being also, utilized. That's perfect. It's a purple state, and I've seen yeah. a lot of purple. And the Rockies, yeah, have purple as they go. Yeah, and we're yeah. all just living civilly. It's crazy how this is going. It's because we're all high well, in the mountains. Well, but is um is Colorado? Did Colorado go for Hillary or Trump? I mean, or, or Denver. Uh, you know, Colorado and Denver both went for Hillary. Oh, um, gosh. You know, I, oh, my gosh. During the primaries, we did go for Bernie. Um, well, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yes. As yes. we all should have. God bless him. <laughs> God, And I don't mean that in a southern backhand sort of way. No, no. Haven't I, removed I, my sticker I yet. I realized my mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I feel you. I do. I think we all do. Yeah. Is this where we start crying? Yes. Okay. Yes. I okay. think we might say goodbye, though, instead of okay, just good. crying to our beer. Well, I'll just have to go smoke a joint. Oh. <laughs> It'll put a smile on my face. Now, that, I do have one more question. Yeah, please, now. please. The tourists don't have a place to smoke. 
because you yeah. can't smoke in hotels, of course. Yeah. You you we're on the mall and mm-hmm. and there's a lot of homeless people on the mall mm-hmm. and I've been told nobody should smoke on the mall because yeah, you might idea. get arrested. Yep. So where does the tourist go to smoke if they're not at someone's house? You know, um so as everyone <laughs> has dealt with cannabis for years and years while it's yes. illegal. Yes. Not that I advise this. It's completely illegal. Do not do this. Right. Um, okay. But in general, people are still just going to, you know, be crafty, find a way to do it. Just smoke on the street. Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You should go to some concerts. They don't right. have fog machines. We, okay. We are the and, fog and machines. And there are so many. There are pills. There's chewable. There's... Correct. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the vape, you don't know. Yeah. But, you know, to actually uh, answer your question correctly... Yes. Um, there are. It is. Well, yeah. But, you know, if you get caught smoking publicly, it's pretty likened to a jaywalking ticket okay. and we know how much we get you know pulled over for jaywalking so there's mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. um there are cannabis clubs that you can pay to get in and smoke amongst friends there's oh, a few okay. hotels we definitely have bed and breakfasts that okay. or even um airbnbs where people oh, are okay or, yeah. or have a porch <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. exactly okay. exactly so you just had to be in your own place Correct. And and usually outdoors, but not, not at home, not if it's your own home. Right. Yeah. It, it's it's a tough one. Um, you know, we don't advise you to do anything illegal right. with any well, of these with the products. the anti-smoking, since cigarettes became right, illegal, right. it's very hard. Y- right. You could sneak a joint in when cigarettes were more legal. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we're all wearing shoes. And right. so I think that happens probably more times than not. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, Christina Fleming, thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. It's been my pleasure. Delightful to speak to you about comparing the sale of pot to the sale of cheese here in Denver at ACS. Yeah, it's been my pleasure. Thank you so much for asking me to come on. Great. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.